Welcome, all you wonderful, fine, ferocious listeners on this Thursday. This is Alika Hope and Change, and I am your host, Alika Hope. And I am her brother. Now, before we go deep into this show, mm-hmm. y'all know me as Change, also known as Emil, but really, I am the joyful sideman to the colorful host, Alika Hope. I'm Change. Yes. You are change. And today, actually, you're changing quite a bit because today is your birthday, as our father says, or birthday, as some other people say. So happy birthday to you. Yes. Happy birthday to you. Come on. Happy birthday to my second oldest older brother. Happy birthday to you. Well, look here. I love my birthdays because unlike most people, I'm trying Mm -hmm. to get older. I want to see all the gray hair. I want to see all the- Wait, wait, hold on. You have hair? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Not on top of my head. Okay. And I own that. Remember, I actually like my bald head. Um, You do. But I, I'm see people. People they were like, oh, I don't want to get older. They don't want to say say the rest. I'm 51 today, and Mm -hmm. look. I'm making look. 51 look awesome. You and are. every year, hence, I will mm-hmm. make look awesome. Because I ain't mm. scared of these numbers. Mm-mm. You these sure numbers. ain't scared of those numbers. You mm-hmm. preach. No, mm-hmm. see, see, this is what getting older means for me. It gives me more, it gives me license to do more stuff. Mm-hmm. Because as I get older, I have more excuses. Right. People say, oh, you know, I can't do I can't do I go hiking. I go biking. I go camping. I'll go fishing. I go I travel. So all of the things that I always wanted to do, I do now. But here's Mm -hmm. the joy of getting older. I have less reason to care what other people think. Dang. Okay, you have less reason to care what other people think. Yeah. So does that mean? Yeah, go ahead. No, no, it's, it's these, it's these, it's the age thing. And here's what I, you know, I used to hear my grand, my grandfather, my grandparents, older aunts and uncles say, you know, I'm old enough that I just don't care anymore. I'm beginning Mm -hmm. to understand why it's not because they don't care per se. It's because, um, it just doesn't matter. Like a lot of trivial things just don't matter. Serious things about the world. I care deeply about Things about race, class, gender, poverty, hunger, war, these major issues I care deeply about. Otherwise, it's probably Mm -hmm. trivial. And I really, it doesn't affect my quality of life. It doesn't affect the quality of life of those I love. And it doesn't make me care. I said, I don't care. Can I tell you something? That... You, as you were saying, it doesn't matter. I got to tell you, there's this song and it goes like this. So it really doesn't matter, 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 matter. That is what is called a patter song from a operetta called Rudigor by Gilbert and Sullivan. And the oh. whole chorus is, it's a trio. The whole chorus is the three different people saying, so it really doesn't matter. No, it really doesn't matter. That's the whole song. And you just got me thinking about that. 
Yep. Well, that's some dope-ish. So, I, that is I, dope. And that's like from the 19th century, yo. So I think people have known for a long time that it doesn't really matter. Yeah, this is why I'm okay with getting older because I'm shedding yes. all of the things that were mm-hmm. either silly inhibitions. There are some very important inhibitions I still have, but silly mm-hmm. inhibitions, just they, they're just falling away. And the other mm. thing that makes me kind of favor getting older is what I do care about, I care about deeply, passionately. And I okay. act on that passion. And therefore, my time, see, I'm not thinking my time is finite. I think I, think I, got, I got 100 years left on the planet because I was planning on living to be 150. So I'm just going ahead. I'm wait, 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 wait. You yeah. are planning to live to be 150? 150. Okay. Like, like I still got a century left on this planet because there are things okay. that I wanted to experience. I was, mm-hmm. I was a young man when I made this decision, sis. Here's what okay. happened. Uh, here, I was, tell me what I was, happened. I was about 25-ish, okay. 26-ish, somewhere in that neighborhood. And okay. I looked at the average lifespan, which, you know, for someone born in 1970 like I was, was about 75, 78, 72, depending on you know, X factor, Y factor. I saw my grandparents, uh, my mother's father lived to be 86 years old, born in 1910. So it's just a beautiful, a beautiful life lived. And I said, that's not enough time. Mm. It's just not enough. So I said, I'll double it. So I just, I just made the claim back then about 25 years ago. I said, I'm just going to double the lifespan because I got so much I want to do in my life. So it actually makes my life very patient because I know I got a hundred years left. So, you know, I got plenty of time and I'm, you know, I've got to see, do and experience so much in this world that I was just like, Oh, you know, I'm not going to try and jam it all into 75 years. I'll just double the lifespan and do it that way. So th- it's his birthday today, y'all. So I'm letting him kind of share his, his philosophies with you because isn't that what you're supposed to do on someone's birthday, especially as they're talking about their lifespan. This is fascinating because he is very different from me, y'all. Um, <laughs> so I'm just listening to this. Well, I'm going to make 150 so, look really good. I'm not going to just, course you, you know, are. I'm not going to be, you know, looking like a pile of sand walking across the Home Depot parking no. lot. I'm going to, I'm, you know, I'm going to rock one, the 100s. I'm okay. going to be spry and strong, witty. I like it. I'm going to, and this, you know, like I'm setting up you know, my nutrition, my fitness, my health, all of that stuff, my belief uh-huh. system, all of that supports living to be 150. Okay. All right. That works. I mean, you know, I'm over here just trying to make it to tomorrow. The sun will come out tomorrow. Well, anyway, um, it's funny because I my philosophy is more like live every day as though it's your last and live every day as though you're living forever. I think I'm misquoting somebody very terribly, but that's but that's actually what I that's actually how I feel. And so it's like. You know, it's a combination um, because if anybody who knows me knows that I'm like a living dichotomy anyway. So why not just continue that with my philosophy? Um, but I, I don't know what tomorrow brings, but I know that I have right now. And at the same time, I have to prepare for tomorrow, right? Because don't stop thinking about tomorrow. So those of you who are listening, because it's my brother's birthday, I'm trying to fit in as many songs as possible today. Because he, if I don't sing a song, he will, off the air, call me out on it. You didn't sing something. So if you think Alika's doing I, I a lot of excessive singing, I, you would I, never I would, do I would never do that. Never. I can't believe no. you would accuse me of said, <gasps> such, you would, such a no. thing. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and you know, when you turn 51, you always tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Nothing I got you. Nothing but the truth. Mm-hmm. In fact... 
If you were to ask our engineer, Jamie, I bet you he could not find one recording of me calling you out for 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 not singing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one recording. Y'all hear that, right? And I said it was off the air that he says this. This is funny. Hey, Jamie, have you ever heard Emil call me out for not singing? No. But wow. I think I but I think I might have called you out for not singing. Uh, America, they both have, but we'll just leave it at that. Whoa. Hey, why don't you sing something? Hey, are you gonna sing something? Hey, what what you just say? Yeah, I, I know I can admit I've done it. I've done it. I've done it. As you your producer. As your producer. But that's okay. I'll admit it though. I'll admit and be like, oh, the, oh, 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 right. You'll admit that's because you're not 51 yet. When you're 51, you don't care, so you can admit whatever his, you want. But that's kind of his role, though, is to be that, yeah. be the, the be the Jiminy Cricket of the show to make sure it. that we do all the right things that we say we're going to do. As he records and engineers and masters our our voices diligently, he's also like, um, by the way. You need to do this. You forgot to do nine this. minutes, fifteen seconds. Yeah, he does. That is the his technician, job. The technician, yes. Yeah, and even though you just called him a cricket, anyway. Um, sing it, sing it. I can't remember. Oh gosh. I don't um, want to sing it. It's your job. Zippity do da zippity a. That's not My, Jiminy Cricket. Oh. No, yeah, that's that's Jungle Book. No, that, which no, one that's is Song that? of the South. Oh. No, oh, I'm sorry. Ooh. That was that was sorry. Well, I still like that song, but that that's a whole contentious that, movie. Whole Speaking of thing. movies, wait before we get to movies though, because <laughs> that's, that's actually our theme today. Yes, <laughs> Jiminy Cricket <laughs> is from what movie again? Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I got no strings to hold me down to make me laugh to make me frown. Is that it? Um, that's one of them. Okay, that's all I can give you right now. So, America, we're going to come back from this singing insanity and talk about movies today. We'll be right back. Interlude music by Lawrence V. White. So we're back today discussing movies that we have seen and the freedom and change in our lives that's come with being able to go back into the movie theater. And um, just I want to just add in that Jamie told me on the break that uh, even though the Pinocchio song was great, I think I was singing the one that's less well known. And so what is the what is the song I was supposed to be singing for Jiminy Cricket, Jamie? When you wish upon a star makes no difference who you are. Anything you, your Jamie. heart desires will come to you. Y'all just wanted to hear Jamie sing. So <laughs> that, Happy that, birthday. That, just to be Happy real. Birthday. Thank you. Happy no, birthday. seriously. I you got both receive, of us singing today. I receive it with glee. That's capital G. Oh, do I know a song L, from glee? Capital e, capital e. Oh, okay. Go ahead. No, I don't. I can't oh. think of one right now. Uh, yeah. It's not my show. So if you got it, please, Bobby. It is your show. Illuminate me. You're the change. It can't just be Alika Hope and. Welcome to the podcast, Alika Hope and. I was saying during the break that every week I get to talk to my sister and Jamie, and it's like I had a riot in my gut in the best possible way because I'm laughing mm. so hard. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen of our esteemed yes. audience, we appreciate you joining us. 
Um, we love you guys interacting with us. Thank you so much. We check our demographics. We're always looking at the it's stats on Google and Apple feeling. and and all these services. Life. And here's what we've it's what we've It's such a known. happy feeling. You're growing we inside. Are thankful that you guys you have rocked up. with us for this many episodes and Ready continue to, to say, rock with us. We thank you for sharing us with many of your friends. I think I'll make and it happy we continue today. soliciting your it's such a good words feeling at alikahope at gmail.com because part of our know. show is hearing you're from our you listener. and you have helped us and you're going to continue helping us because we have some new change makers coming in the near future yes. we have other shows that are prompted by yes. your feedback thank you very much and from yes. someone whose birthday is today you're my gift as a co-host of alika hope and change can you all realize or recognize that we grew up in a black church? Because I don't know if you noticed the whole time he was talking, I was singing Mr. Rogers underneath him. It's such a good feeling because that's how we grew up in the church. People be giving a whole speech. You hear this underneath. Mm -hmm. Yes. Amen. Yes. I was just taking us back to Maranatha Church. You, you were just Jonesy. taking us back. to, And it was joyful. <laughs> Come on. I, Come on. <laughs> For those wait, of you who grew wait. up in a black church, we all grew yes. up in pretty much the same church. It doesn't yeah, matter did. where you actually grew up, mm -hmm. because I've been down to Mississippi, having grown up in Oregon, Florida, Alabama, D.C. I've been to the Midwest, and I promise you, every church seemed like I had been there before. I've been to the mountaintop. Okay, so well, now let's let's talk <laughs> let's talk about today and movies. So y'all can tell we're in a great mood because all of us have finally been to a movie theater. And I know Jamie and I had not been to a movie theater since before the COVID pandemic started. Yes, that is yeah. correct. And, and I had yes. been to um I think two and they've all been in very re like in the last three months or something like that. So yeah, it's been um, very rare. I think I saw Godzilla, and then I saw mm. uh, I saw what I saw, I saw Black Widow, and I just mm -hmm. saw it was the it was three. It was Godzilla was the first one after uh, over a mm -hmm. year and some change, and then it okay. was Black Widow, and then Shang Chi. Mm -hmm. And Jamie, tell yes. us about your movie experience because you were like actually traveling and on vacation yes. or something. What's up with yes. that? Yeah, my wife and I were on vacation in Vermont and we had a wonderful time and we walked by movie theater. We're like, oh, let's go to the movies. What do you want to see? Okay, well, we got this movie. We get that movie. We got Candyman. You know, they remade Candyman. <laughs> and yep. we're like better than Tony Todd, though. Yes. Real. And um, we're like, yeah, what are we going to go see? So we ended up going to see Free Guy. Um, with Ryan Reynolds mm. and others, assorted um, celebrities, and had a great time. Like, really, it's I so missed it. You know, everything from something as simple as the smell of popcorn yep. to the slightly aged movie house. <laughs> like we 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 tend we tend to like the slightly aged. Like it's been around. You can count on it. You can rely on it. It's fun. Like you walk there and the carpet just has a smell to it and the popcorn. Yep, 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 yep. You know, yep. and just looking at the some of the overpriced candy, but but you know, a couple of arcade games in the back. And yes, that's all nostalgia. But the feeling of just going to see something. For the sheer joy mm. of, hey, let's go to the movies. You know, let, let, let's have some escapism for a couple hours and it's, and it's see something. It's a simplicity. And the reason that kind of hit me, like we left and we talked about the movie. Okay, that was really funny. Like, huh? And we didn't overanalyze it. I, I, I think that, especially when it comes to our intellectual properties, 
and the things mm-hmm. that we love, you know, all the franchises from Harry Potter to Star Wars to to the um what's the one with Je- uh, Jennifer Lawrence, the um, Mike um Hunger Games to Hunger Games to yeah. all of these movies. It's so important, you know. We get a new Matrix movie coming later this year, and these movies, what? yes. What? Yes. yes, love of movies. There's a Matrix Four coming out. Trailer comes out. And there's a trailer, there's a trailer comes trailer out very shortly. Very yes. soon. So um, so yeah, it's like but, be but because of the importance of these, it's very easy to be let down because there's so much pressure. Right. And mm. the the point of like me talking about this right now is just the sheer joy of not just being at the movies, but seeing something that felt wholly original that wasn't beholden to yep. anything before it, and still yep. had that sense of fun and magic and whimsy. Where you leave the theater after two hours and it's like dark out. Remember that when you were a kid, you go to the movies and it's yes. light. And then yes. you come out and it's yes. dark. Yes. <laughs> like, wait, 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 wait. I got to stop you for a minute. <laughs> Terminator things. 2. Yes. I got to throw you all back. Terminator yep, right. 2. Yep, now, go ahead. Yes. Yes. I saw that because I do love big action movies. I'm not as much yeah. as, of a sci-fi as, as, as these two in fantasy, mm-hmm. but I love action movies. The more guns, the better. Don't ask. I know. I'm like a pacifist mm-hmm. who loves guns. Whatever. Anyway, in the movies. But <laughs> that having been said, Terminator, I was like fanatic. And when Terminator mm-hmm. 2 first came out i remember mm-hmm. i was a teenager and um what's it called was just developed um they were just doing the thx or whatever it was oh, yeah. Dolby. Oh, one of those yeah. big, the whatever sound. the sound yeah. was like sound phenomenal system. yeah mm-hmm. oh my gosh i'm like having like total complete flashback i remember going out to the theater and it was in a suburb of portland mm-hmm. and going in it was first released and being like enamored by the sound and by Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. and like the, the guy that was like playing opposite him who was yeah. like <gasps> Robert Patrick oh you just throw mm-hmm. me back what was his name Robert Robert Patrick, Patrick as the yes. T-1000 yeah. and yes. I I will tell you there was no and to this day there still is no sound like how they used to introduce THX with mm-hmm. all the yes! stuff attacks oh yes. it would just give yes! you chills you're just like oh it's on now mm-hmm. it is yes. it, we're in yes. the theater now yes. like everyone's got surround sound in their house i don't care you put me in the theater with that sound i'm like yes mm-hmm. i it, there's no it, comparison it's real now it's no. real now yes no. but yes. um but anyway, yes, back and, to you. No, that's okay. And I, I can vouch for that T2, Terminator 2. I did the same thing. I saw it three times. Um, <laughs> that experience was amazing. But I felt like that this weekend. I felt yeah. like that. It was really great. The movie was fun. Like, And, you know, people do. They, they, they are so tied to these franchises and properties and even Marvel and everything. There's so much invested in it that it's very difficult to go see or very difficult to go see something that isn't already tied to something else. Every mm-hmm. year there's yeah. these new sequels that come out that, or reboots. And it's just, we've had so many of them recently. Yep. I'm a huge yep. matrix fan, but matrix four, you know, um, but to watch something that was something I hadn't seen that I didn't know about that made me feel yep. happy by the time I left. I'm like, Oh, Okay, and I had little nods, you know, to things that we already know and properties we know and love, and they were done mm-hmm. for humor, but it was just, it felt original and it felt good, and I felt like that when I left. It felt like I did when I saw Superman for the first time. I was like, yeah, that was a great time at the movies. That was really good. Mm. It's important that we <clears throat> that we talk about that stuff in, a, in, in, in this way. Like, it's fun, and it should be fun, and part of going to a movies is to experience something you didn't see or know before. Yeah. So there's always this tension. If you, you know, we're all parents and, uh, or we have people that we've told bedtime stories to, and this is the fun part mm-hmm. about, about bedtime stories. A lot of times children just want to hear the same story because it's comforting. Mm-hmm. And Hollywood yep. is a storyteller yes. who tells stories yep. that make us feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So yep. a lot of these reboots and sequels, 
they're because Hollywood's recognizing, oh, it's comforting to remind people or to tell that similar or same story. It feels good. But there's also something to be said when you bring a brand new book to bedtime. Right. And you bring a brand new story. As soon as we come back, I want you to tell us about one of the stories that you saw on the screen in the past three months. Can you do that? Yeah, man. All right. We'll be right back. Interlude music by Lawrence V. White. Emil. Tell us about one of the stories you saw on the screen in the past couple months when you went to the movie theater. So I I told you, you know, I saw Godzilla versus Kong, which Mm -hmm. was a classic, a reboot of what happened by uh, our friends at Toy, uh, 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 who have done all the Godzilla movies. And it was good. And I enjoyed it. I saw Black Widow and it was good. But that's a character we've seen before. Uh, in many mm-hmm. Marvel movies. And then there was Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And although the Ten Rings were featured lightly in several stories, Shang-Chi was a brand new character. Now, I'm a comic book collector. And I, okay. it's, Shang-Chi is such an obscure character, I don't have any. And I have a fairly extensive collection, over a couple thousand comics. And I don't have mm-hmm. any comics by him. With featuring him as a lead character or on a cover. So I was excited to see a character from the Marvel Universe who didn't have the cachet of an Iron Man, a Captain America, or Black Panther. Mm. Someone completely new to me. And I wanted to see how they introduced him and how they gave him life. And they gave him this vibrant life. I will not spoil it because I'm not into spoilers. I will just say that the movie was vibrant. And it was one of those movies that... If you are in the mind of a 13-year-old, 12-year-old, 11-year-old, 14-year-old, you will probably remember this movie fondly two, three, four decades from now. Much like we do with perhaps Star Wars or Clash of the Titans, uh, Tron. It's in that pantheon, not so much because it's super high quality or groundbreaking um, CGI or anything like that, but because it's one of those characters that you didn't know could be so good. It gets you wide-eyed all over again. And you just saw that, right? I just saw that on Saturday, yes. So just a okay. few days ago. All right, so it'll still be out in the theaters for a while. I sure hope so. Uh, you know, things being what they are, who knows? But my hope is that um, the, it, it, it has some legs, and I think it'll be around for a few weeks before something bigger knocks it off the pedestal. Okay. Um, <clears throat> now... I have to tell you guys about one of my favorite franchises, which is not out in the theaters right now, but it's um, Bridget Jones Diary. Okay, so <laughs> heavy action. Did either of you see of any guns. of them? Yes, yes. Good. All I of love them? that. They're they're fabulous. <laughs> they're great. Thank you. Yeah, they're great. I, I like right? those. Mm-hmm. I I I, that, I just I don't know why that popped in my head when you guys were talking about franchises and Marvel this and stuff. And I do like Marvel movies, but I don't know that like franchise just reminded me. I mean, there's only three of them. Does that mean it's a franchise? It does. Okay, good. And it features the like, same character it's at least in all a trilogy. Three. It's at least a trilogy. A trilogy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And okay. Bridget Jones to me. Yeah. Um, because it's the same character playing her in each of the three movies. 
It allows yeah. you to see the character's progression. I love that. Yes. I think that's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's a romance and I'm a sucker. I think I'm a sucker for two types of movies, action movies and romances. I don't know what that says about me, but those are the movies I will go to over and over again. Romantic or romantic comedies and action movies. Oh, that's it. Well, that's it. You know, then that just the, putting those two together just puts me back to the 80s. And you must have loved Romancing the Stone. And Jewel yes. of the Nile. Yes. And I did meet Kathleen Turner. I actually performed with her uh, or in the same show as her, I should say, um, three years ago. Oh. We were in the same show. Yeah, I have a picture of me with her backstage. We got a picture together. I remember that. It's very exciting. She and I, yes. Jamie mm-hmm. probably, yeah. It was very, very, very cool. And her voice was so deep. Mm-hmm. Alika, oh, you have a pretty voice. <laughs> That's a really bad. That's a really bad imitation of Kathleen Turner. So, sorry, Kathleen. Sorry, Miss Turner. Would, would you would you characterize it as um, <laughs> Dusky, smoky, or would you care it as like more rich and full? Dusky, smoky, definitely. Okay, yeah. Dusky, smoky, yep, yep. And it's interesting because I could see how, you know how there's there's some film actors who do not transition well to stage. Like they should just be on film. And that's okay because you need to have a certain persona to do both. I could see how she was able to do both because even in person, she, you know, even though she's much older when she did the films and stuff, even in person, she commanded the, the attention of a stage actress. The same thing when I, Mm. I, when I met Felicia Brashad, I um, helped out at this Broadway benefit several years ago and I was her like personal tour person for the, for the benefit so I got to take her on backstage as Broadway theater for like an hour and a half I spent time with her and it was the same thing with her she's one of those people who just commands without even saying a word like that's how good stage actors are but it's like both of them just ring in my head as people who you could tell that they did stage and tv like some tv actors I've met you would just think they're like every day you know Joe Schmo schmuck person or whatever and they look great on tv and there's no way they could be stage actors this is totally an aside, but you just, again, you guys have just been bringing me back down memory lane. But, but no, um, it, yeah. this is, these are storytellers, though. I know actors yeah. are, you know, um, in the hands of the director. They're helping tell the story. But a good storyteller, like a good actor, stage actor, is telling the story not just, you know, because of the script or the set, but because they are telling the story with their body and their gestures and their voice and tone. So a stage actor, to me all by themselves is a storyteller, even as they are part of the story. Yes, so I get it. Exactly. I totally get that. And um, to your point, there are certain actors who have, uh, I guess it's called gravitas. It's this, you know, this mm-hmm. presence. Yeah, there you go. This, you're right. Yep. This really yep. hefty sort of, you know, weighty presence that you just go, whoa. Yes. Did you just glide on the stage? My love is like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took y'all back to the 90s and Maya, for those of you who don't know that song. Anyway, um, yes. There was another song and, like, whoa. I was thinking about what? my Black Rob, God rest his soul. Oh, and yeah. I was like, like, whoa, like, whoa, like, whoa. Like, there yeah, it I'm, is. Yes. I was like, <laughs> I was like <laughs> if we're going back to the 90s, we're going, we're going to plant ourselves there for a minute. That's a different episode. Uh, <laughs> Oh, but I have to tell y'all this stuff really like, cause I asked you two about your recent movie experiences. I did actually, um, all four of us, we went to the movies like, mm, 
three weeks ago and saw Black Widow. And all I know is that we had, like my man and I had a large popcorn, not just like a medium or a small. We hadn't had movie popcorn in what, a year and a half? We were tearing up that large Dove popcorn. In deep, didn't you? That was the best part of the whole movie was the popcorn. No, I mean, Black Widow was good too, but you know, I even let the kids get movie candy, which I don't normally do because it costs like $6 for a box. Ooh. And I was like, let's live it up. And they were like, what? I was like, yep, you can have movie candy and you can have a movie slushy. So it was very exciting. <laughs> it was like, like, you know, kids were like, YOLO, what? YOLO, what? Yeah, I know. For real. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, well, we haven't been here in a year and a half. Spend it up. Hey, so like, you know, $8 for some Sour Patch Kids. You, you, right. I know. You may not be back, Cole. So, you know what? I'm going to rot your teeth in one day. So go for it. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. See? Um, but yeah, we we want to encourage you all listening. If you feel comfortable, go out and see a movie. It's an experience that a lot of us missed, you know, over the past year and a half, couple of years now. Um, don't you think? Like, I, I want people to go see a movie. It's important. Well, you know, the two of you have, you know, made such a good part of your living in the inter- entertainment industry. It's wonderful that we're, you know, doing what we can to resurrect the industry or at least keep it alive Perhaps there's going to be a few blockbusters along the way, but to me, part of part of what I'm happy about is to see that the performers in my in my circle, like you two, are mm-hmm. at least having an opportunity to get back to doing what you love, not just for your you know your economic well being, but because you guys are performers and love performing. Yes, and also participating in it as well, being spectators and enjoying and supporting the art that people yes. are creating. You know. Exactly. That's really important. Now, y'all, I have a question for you. Um, what? what is Saturn's favorite movie? Rings. Uh-oh. Rings. <laughs> rings. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> ah, you were close. You were close. close. Yeah. I was feeling it. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Oh. <laughs> and that ends another episode of Alika Hope and Change. I'm Alika Hope. And I am her brother, always here to have a good time, Change, also known as Emil. And shout out to Jamie who joined us today as he does every week. <laughs> Thank you, brother. We spoke today. Everybody. <laughs> Bye. Take care. Bye, y'all. <laughs>